This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Like it or not, there does seem to be this perceived politicization of the agency. What would your message be to the American people? We're all about the facts. We do our work objectively and relentlessly and hunt down the facts, whatever they are. Uh, and that's it. Senator, first, um, as I said before, your assertion or anyone who makes the assertion that the FBI is politicized, I reject it wholeheartedly. It's wrong. The average Joe hears that and says, that sounds fishy. So why don't you tell me what your job is? Is it to defend and shield Joe Biden? Or is your job to protect this country and the Constitution of the United States? Which is it? Say you're elected, you're in office. What guardrails would you have to be sure that your son, your brother Jimmy, doesn't uh, do anything to trade on the family name? Look, if you want to talk about problems, you know, let's talk about Trump's family. So now we've confirmed that the document exists. That's progress because the FBI director initially denied that it exists. Why did he do that? Today, I signed an order appointing Jack Smith to serve as special counsel. Oh, son of a bitch. We have already and previously acknowledged the existence of the documents. Yeah, after you first denied it. Now, when a member of this committee read it. Uh, this is their effort to uh, try to intimidate people that stand up to Donald Trump and to gratify the former president. I can't speak to exactly when we had a laptop available. Is it classified? The document is not classified. Okay. Will you commit to releasing it? Let's see if we can see him in there. There he is right there. There's Hunter Biden. Hunter! Hunter! Were you bribed by Ukraine? So as they're going after President Trump, they're ignoring Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. How about just a yes or no? Will you commit to releasing this unclassified document that alleges that the president of the United States has taken $5 million or more in bribes from a foreign nation? Uh, Senator, the document, as you know, contains sensitive information, and I hope you would take that seriously. Oh, I take it very seriously, but I also take seriously the fact that your institution has repeatedly abused its authority. I've said that it's totally unacceptable. Who's been fired for it? Individuals involved uh, are handled through the disciplinary process. Who's been fired for it? We have fired people in the past. Wait, I I'm sorry, what, what, what does that word salad mean? When we find intentional incidents. Were you saying that the 278,000 queries were unintentional? I believe that's correct. Wow, 278,000 times American citizens' information was queried by your agency unintentionally? That's your testimony?
Titans. about not doing the Latin Mass anymore, but I disagree. The more they tell us to not have the Latin Mass, the more people will fill church after church after church praying in Latin. The way our forefathers prayed. Pater Noster, qui es in celis, sanctificator nomen tuum, advenia regnum tuum, Fiat volantas tua, sicut in cielo et in terra. Anem nostrum, quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra. Sicut nos dimitibus et turibus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem. Sed libera nos amalo! Sed libera nos amalo! Sed libera nos amalo! Amen! Okay, Saturday, 17 June, Year of the Lord, 2023. Um, victories all around. We're going to bifurcate this today. We're going to talk about the administrative state, the war against that, uh, polling, economics, all of it, uh, the metastasizing. I told you from the 6 o'clock show last night, we're going to continue on about the lies and misrepresentations and things are going on in the Ukraine war. Pasobic's going to join us in the second hour from Los Angeles, I think. I think Jack's still out there. I want to bring in John Yep, um, Catholics for Catholics. Can we replay as Brother Yep comes up here? I want to play I want to play the empty stadium. Yep. I gotta tell you, dude, not in a million years that I think you'd be able to pull this off with no money, uh not just no support but from the archdiocese or the conference of bishops, but the exact opposite to try to uh, do everything they could to, to, to shut this down. Give us your assessment of what happened yesterday, and what, what did we see last night at an empty Dodger Stadium? This was the definition of grassroots and the definition of success. I mean, honest to God, what you're seeing right now on your TV screen is total, smashing, conservative American success. Empty stadium. They had to put the sisters there 
uh, before the game started, they were too worried that they, you know, have them there in the middle of the game of the uproar. And it, look at that. And there's nothing there. Even the few fans who were there were booing. And that stadium, Steve, holds 56,000 people. It's always sold out, especially against the rivals of San Francisco Giants. And how many showed up at the actual game? 41,000. It's unprecedented. That means 15,000 people, in addition, uh, decided not to show up to the actual game. And then 5,000 showed up at our event. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Yeah, but as importantly, the Dodgers got humiliated by this. The Dodgers, because of your efforts and the efforts of the folks out there, they wanted to get it done quick, you know, quick and dirty. The stadium was stone cold empty. I mean, I've gone to was, dozens and dozens of, of Dodger games over the years. That stadium was empty. They did a quick thing and got them off, off the field. You, you literally crushed the entire thing, not just the 15,000 and show up, but talk about this. This was not really a ceremony. They got them up and got them out and got them off immediately, sir. They were so worried. And, Steve, think about this, too. Like, you're right. You, you hinted that there was opposition. We didn't get support from the structural church. I mean, they had they organized prayer uh, uh, vigils at the very exact same time in churches in L.A. But yet people bucked down. They just went down there. They knew they had to be there. Their faith impelled them. We had Bishop Strickland there. It was a, And, you know, this is, again, grateful to people like yourselves and other media people who covered it, helped inspire the grassroots, gave us air cover, and we were there. And the media, by the way, they had no idea how to spin this. They were It was like a deer in the headlights. I mean, they had th- helicopters constantly circling. They knew this was a national story. It's It was on UK, you know, which has seemed like 200 million people across the world. Uh, this is, is such a story of, of really of success. Um, I want to also go, if we can play as B-roll to um, Denver, why John Yep is talking. Um, I just want to play the, of the of the crowd. Here's what struck me. The, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm watching, it looked like 5,000 people, and you had camera work. We got J- Jane uh, Zirkel, who was there with us, and Grace Chung. Jane's going to join us towards, I think, the end of this hour or the beginning of the next with Basobic. It looked like not just heavily Hispanic, but heavily Hispanic male. Was this the Hispanic men stepping up that they're tired of this grooming of their sons, sir? It could be like the Armenian moment. You're right. Uh, very similar. You know, what happened with um, in Glendale, just, you know, uh, right by uh, L.A. Dodger Stadium a couple of weeks ago, where, you know, the men were just sick of this stuff that was being, you know, shoved in, into their kids' uh, kids' faces. So it was heavily Hispanic male. I mean, it, it totally twisted the narrative. We had both languages going different times, Spanish, English, which also threw the media for Lulu. They couldn't spin this any way they could. And in the, the few protesters that were there were totally silenced. We had prayerful, peaceful response. Uh, it, it was really something else. Walk me through the order of battle of who, who you had on it, because we've got clips up, and I've got clips up on Getter, and we're going to do it more. But who, who were the speakers? I mean, Posobic, and I told him last night, gave one of the most powerful speeches I've ever heard him give, and he, and he also he ended it in, uh, with, uh, in Latin with a prayer. And then I think later they were saying the rosary in Latin. Uh, walk me through who actually showed up to speak. Yeah. That moment of Posebic just shouting, uh, said, Liber anos amalis line for like free us, deliver us from evil. I mean, this was evil was happening in that stadium and we were delivered from evil on that day. So Posobic talked, Jesse Romero talked, uh, Tommy Valentine from Catholic vote, Michael Voris from church militant, John Henry Weston, uh, represents life site news. These are all, uh, very large, 
media activist organizations, uh, version most powerful radio, uh, Terry Barber, uh, you know, and, and then we had uh, just a whole slew of also of, uh, local Latino leaders as well, uh, non-denominational. We had Jewish Rabbi Michael Barclay give a fantastic talk uh, just about how they need, we need to stand up for each other, other religions, other faith. Uh, you know, it, it was just all across the board, uh, great, great spectrum uh, of diversity. Uh, and we, we we hit a home run. Honestly, it, it, they gave us, they, they gave that to us, slow pitch, you know, and we nailed a grand slam last night. The, the uh, Catholic bishops, and particularly the bishops in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, and folks should understand the Archdiocese of Los Angeles is the biggest and, quite frankly, I think even more powerful now than the Archdiocese of New York. It's bigger. It's wealthier. It, it, I think it's got more stroke. Um, their concept was, yep, and Pasobic and John Henry Weston and all this crowd are a group of uh, traditional Catholic radicals. The FBI, you know, has been investigating the Latin Mass, the Tridentine Rite churches for the, you know, the the, the being um, incubators for domestic terrorism. Um, you see that the apparatus is absolutely out to destroy traditional Catholics. They had talked about dialogue. I'm going to bring you back after break, but before we go to break, was there anything to dialogue about uh, these uh, these perverts? that mock Christianity, mock the crucifixion, crucifixion of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? You do not dialogue. Remember, they're using the word dialogue very intentionally. That is a, an Egalian term, a dialectic. It's a communist rehashed way to just say, we're going to dialogue to no end and, and just get what we want. And every Catholic in the pew knows that word. It's a, it's a, it's a lightning word, which means just like, we're not going to engage. We're just going to let the status quo be. We get that. And we didn't wait. That's the point. We did not wait, Steve, for uh, support. I mean, that's where you saw the church come to life and the, and the different people that showed up that day. Right or wrong, we're going to be there no matter if you give us a blessing or not. And we had the blessing of that Bishop Joseph Strickland. Like, kudos to that man. Like, what he went through. You know, he had he had uh, other bishops calling him saying, very good. Uh, I love what you're doing in private. But, you know, for whatever reason, they couldn't come out publicly and support him. But he was there. And, and you should have seen... When he got off, people were just so grateful to, to have that representation. You know, in our, in our Catholic faith, we believe it was a successful deposit. So a very powerful moment of faith. John, John, hang over a second. John, yep, Catholics for Catholics. A little group that punches way above their weight caused an absolute humiliation of the perverts and groomers last night in Walter O'Malley's Dodgers. Think about that for a second. Vin Scully. Turning over in his grave, the great Vin Skelly. Short commercial break, back with victories in a moment. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. 
This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. ekpure.com code Steve. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, now, that was before the game, but the stadium's normally half full by that time, after batting practice, all that. The stadium's normally half full, at least. Okay? They were so humiliated, they got them in and out in a totally empty stadium. Nobody showed up. Specifically, they did not want to, Dodger fans did not want to be a part of this. And this is the Dodgers' biggest rivalry, is the San Francisco Giants. Those games are, you know, you actually got to scalp tickets most of the time. Those are... That rivalry is intense. So you saw what happened. And this was at the same time that the, that um, that protest was going on at Chavez Ravine, put together by a, uh, um, a, a small but very influential group, Catholics for Catholics, led by John Yep, and had, had people like Bishop Strickland, we're going to get to in a second, the close of the New York Stock Exchange yesterday, mark to market, those companies that have been targeted, no pun intended, because of this woke ideology and this groomer ideology and people are fed up with it, $28.8 billion decrease in market cap. And, and people can go on TV and say, oh, it doesn't, oh, it, you know, stocks go up and down. No, 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 no. These stocks are Bud Light and these things have been crushed. Anheuser-Busch have been crushed. Now, they're trying to do the misdirection play. If you happen to watch the U.S. Open every 30 seconds, they've got a, you know, Budweiser is going to give you a shiny toy. They have these very heart-rendering uh, ads about veterans, uh, fields of, uh, folds of honor, about folding the American flag. No, Anheuser-Busch, it's disgraceful you would hide behind dead combat veterans, the American flag, old glory, and um, and the children that they left behind to try to get our divert our attention from what you are at corporate. Last Saturday was a desecration of the White House, and quite frankly, a desecration of the POW flag that they put up atop the White House, a desecration of old glory, a desecration of the White House. What these radical this radical ideology and these groomers that are there. Right. That's what you support. Anheuser-Busch. And so don't you see, they have no respect for you as an audience. They have zero respect. Here's what they think. They're sitting in corporate and go, OK, here's what we need to do. We need to put a bunch of things with real upbeat music, you know, this big, powerful orchestra music with a bunch of Clydesdales uh, clopping through, 
you know, rural America, and then we'll have another one. We'll have a uh, we'll have a country western concert, and we'll have some young people who look, you know, very cool and very hip, but they'll be in Daisy Dukes and uh, you know, um, in flannel shirts and scruffy beards. So we know that they relate to the audience. They're your type of people, and have some upbeat country music, or what passes. That, that crap that passes for country music coming out of Nashville today, not real country music. We'll do that. That'll be the second set of commercials, and we'll reel these people in because these people are all, they're all idiots. They breathe through their mouths. They're dumb. And we can, you know, we can, using mass psychology propaganda, we do that. And number three, we're going to go, so that's the first, we'll do the Clydesdales first. We're going to do the, we're going to do the, the uh, hipster Daisy Duke uh, if guys in flannel shirts, girls in Daisy Dukes, gr- guys in flannel shirts with a three-day growth with a cowboy hat on drinking a cold bud, right? And then we'll, then when we know we're in deeper trouble, we're going to go to um, – we're going to hide behind the American flag and, and, ve- and combat veterans who gave their life in the wars of the Uniparty, the forever wars of the Uniparty. That, 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 that through their life that, – that the Uniparty – had no, no interest in them as people or as individuals. Just, you know, your sons and daughters of the deplorables, of MAGA, of America First, that are, you know, they're going to take your uh, t- uh, tax dollars, right? And they're going to take your pension funds and they're going to, you know, finance uh, the Chinese Communist Party military and send Blinken over there today on his knees, kowtowing, he's totally spread out right in front of him, right? Kowtowing, begging for the meeting. Don't take it from me. Go to my getter. It's the lead story in Politico. I put that up last night. Lead story in Politico, 100%. They're saying that the Chinese are so offended about how, how, um, how supplicant the Biden regime has been. Because, you know, they, they, they get enough influence peddling in what they're doing here. They don't want to get too upfront about it. It's, just, it's so, it's so, um, it's so uh, treacly. Right? No. This is Budweiser. Last night, you marked to market at the close of business of the New York Stock Exchange, the closing bell, which I think is fourth was four thirty, and it's uh, one, or excuse me, nine thirty. I think it's uh, four. And you marked to market twenty eight billion dollars down, and people say, "Well, no stocks come up." No, no, no. The guys they make their living off these warrants and option packages, with driving the stock up. That's what the whole scam of stock buybacks are. Simultaneously. You have in the parking lot of Chavez Ravine, and, and you got to remember, this is not, and this is a victory just not for traditional Catholics. It, it's, it's much deeper than that. Because, first off, it's the, it's the total pervert playbook of their flag, the progressive, you know, I don't know, the progressive flag. It's not even the pride flag. Anymore. Now they got to have a progressive pride flag because they got nine more chevrons on it of all types of you know, intersectionality and all types of different. Uh, mumbo jumbo, but yep, tells you what it's about. Because remember, there's always a deeper idea in back of this that's driving the. What you're seeing down front is the manifestation and the action, right? There, there's deeper motives and deeper, deeper things going on. The Catholic Church, which is the, the liberal administrative apparatus of the Catholic Church, which is completely woke and totally gone, right? They're now, they're now um, taking the assets that working class people for uh, many generations in this country and, and giving their pennies and nickels in, into, the, into the collection plate. 
um, have built these magnificent churches and had this great property. They're, they're liquidating that because of the pedophile priest and the apparatuses uh, hiding it. Look at the report out of Illinois this week. Look at it. That's what you're talking about. Let's, let's just cut to the chase. I hate to be so brutally frank about it. But that's what you're talking about. And the beliefs of those priests and the apparatus that defended them and hit them, how much different is that than the folks that were on the lawn of the White House or the folks at Dodger Stadium last night? Huh? How much? Not You could put a piece of paper through there, and it's not that big a separation. So what do they come out with? Let's dialogue. We've got a dialogue. We're going to dialogue. John, yep, you're a very smart man. When they say dialogue, that's back to the that's back to the basic core tenets of dialectic materialism and what drove the thinking of Marx and uh, and, uh, and 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 with Hegel's philosophy, right? Walk me through that. Why is that? When you hear him say dialogue, oh, you shouldn't protest, you shouldn't shut it down, you shouldn't shame them, you shouldn't let the citizens that are Dodger fans know that the cavalry has arrived. We got a dialogue. Tell me what dialogue means. Is there, is there anything to talk about what happened on that field with those people, those perverts that mock uh, the great religious tradition of the women who dedicate their lives to Jesus Christ and to the young Catholics in schools and hospitals throughout the planet and to mock it? And to mock the crucifixion, to mock the last few hours of the life of Jesus Christ, to mock it in, in some sort of perversion, right, theater. Is there anything to talk about? Is there any discussion points? Is that, that, is that unbridgeable or are there things we can talk about? There is nothing to talk about there. It, it, a response was needed. A response that was clear and it was not given. Now, the word dialogue, we see it's not just one little word that was used by one bishop in Los Angeles and then a statement about our, our, our rally. This word dialogue is being used on a universal level right now in the Catholic Church right now. It's called synodality. It's another word for dialogue. What's happening across the Catholic Church is that you are having uh, – they have the answer already in mind of what they want and where they want to go. And they create this synodality where they, they say people are just going to – we're going to – meet and listen to the people and hear what they have to say. And meanwhile, starting from the top, they're driving this woke agenda into traditional Catholicism, and it's having devastating effects. So we're very familiar with that world word. We're not buying it, and we didn't wait for it to blog. We just were there outside Dodger Stadium on that day. You know, the clincher, uh, Steve, did you see that the, the Dodgers actually lost that game? So they lost 5-7. So it's going to be icing on the cake for uh, symbolic of what they really – they lost. They lost a huge part of their fan base last night as well. No, when 15,000 don't show up. By the way, when we talk about this con- this concept of dialogue, this is also in all the universities. This is, this is how neo-Marxism has infected. This is one of the great wars we have uh, against woke and weaponized uh, administrative state. But the administrative state, what they've done is this, this is their ideology. And just you don't have to be a traditional Catholic. The Episcopal slash Anglican Church, the Presbyterian Church, the Lutheran Church, the Methodist Church, all the organized religions, they're shells of themselves today. Why is that? Because of this exact same infiltration. Exact same. That's why the evangelical Christians and the Pentecostals, right, that, that have less... Um, or more entrepreneurial, have less administrative, or, or think, there's, you know, I don't need 
this kind of intermediaries I can I can do in some direct uh, a direct uh, engagement. That's why they're they're the bastion, right of 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 this culture of America of a, a traditional American culture, and even that is being infected. You see this whole shift because. They had a big piece in political yesterday about some Democrat on the left that goes to Bible study every day. He's the big hope of the Democratic Party. They understand, like Marx, right, and Friedrich Engels understood, that you have to go, you have to take that religion. That's the opiate of the masses. That that's gonna that's keeping MAGA, you know, down on the farm or in the factories. Massive victory in L.A. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Stephen K. Bath. Okay, uh, John Yep, uh, where do we go from here? How do people go and get all the footage and understand that uh, we're having wins everywhere. This win last night was big. The taking down the market caps of these companies, these protests are big, cutting off money. Stop giving money to people who hate you. Uh, and they're nervous now. They're nervous from Madison Avenue to the corporate, to the C-suites. John, yep, where do we go from here? Big shout out also to my team members, especially the Romero brothers, Jesse and Johnny Romero, Veronica Flamenco, Terry Barber. We could not have done it without a team. It was a team effort. So grateful to them. Where we go from here, Catholics for Catholics is ready for 2024. I mean, you better count us in as a factor. We're going to be there behind those candidates and those groups who really stand up for American ideals. I mean, this is it. We, we have the power to move people to the streets and work with other groups. We, you know, it's not all about us. We're about the mission. And what you saw yesterday was proof of that. In the belly of the beast, Los Angeles, California, 5,000 arrived. 15,000 decided not to show up at the stadium. That is definition of grassroots and success. Go to C4C.com. That's the letter C-F-O-R-C.com to, for, for all the footage, all the updates, and, uh, and where we go from here. John, I also want to thank you. For, and we talked about dialogue, uh, the Hegelian concept of essentially surrender. 
Absolutely. What is Blinken said that the reason he had to go, he had to go kowtow in uh, to Beijing? They need to dialogue. He says we have to dialogue with with the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used the word. My the engine room just informed me that I'm missing a big plot point here. They've been talking about the need for dialogue because you know the CCP's kind of. There's nothing talked to about this. There's nothing. We should just decouple and get ready for the and start to go on offense of the unrestricted war. Yes, sir. It's their talking points. They're all using the same. It's like it's the same talking points coming from the one world government. I mean, it's 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 not even uh, conspiracy theory. I mean, we're seeing this all over the place. And the best part is the responses from the from the grassroots. We get it. We're done with this. It's quite amazing. Thank you, brother. Appreciate. It. What's your social media? One more time. What's the social media? It's on. Twi- we're on Twitter. Catholics uh, for Catholics on Twitter. You can follow us there or on True Social. And see, uh, thank you very we're much. Super grateful amazing. for all you did. Yes, Thanks sir. for giving us all that support. No. Well, it's very easy. All we provide you a platform. You make your pitch, say your piece, and we'll see what happens. 5,000 people last night at Dodger Stadium. Incredible. Shut it down. Incredible. Thank you, sir. Thanks, I got the Dave, easiest job in the world. Give access to great people, to connect with the greatest people in the world, the War Room Posse, globally, wherever you are. Um, a couple things. I think Grace Chung has it. And Grace, if you can get it to the crack production team here, the um, tweets <clears throat> by Bill Ackman about Robert F. Kennedy. Grace, if you remember, we're going to produce here live. It's a Saturday morning, right? Uh, Grace, the other one is about David by David Sachs. And I want to talk about those when we get them up and maybe after Prasovic's through. Here's why. This audience, people, people, we curate this show. I mean, we could have... We could do the show every week and have five different sets of guests than the ones you see by people that want access to this audience, right? Why? Because you are something quite different. You're not a passive audience that's just sitting there with the channel changer or listening to your car or downloading the podcast. You're an activist audience, all the way from people who are in the, in, in the um, um, Precinct strategy, you're going to go to the meetings or all that, but even to people who are on Wall Street or in hedge funds or, you know, in media that are starting groups and, and starting small groups, like there's a group in, on Wall Street now of awakened executives that are now connecting with like the New York Younger Republican Clubs. All these are popping up all over. Whatever your specialty is, whatever your interest is, wherever whatever gifts divine providence has given you. And maybe some of those gifts have been dormant. I mean, how many of the, I say this all the time from the tea party movement till today, how many women, right. Are awakened politically who will tell you in, in college, I, I never got into this. I didn't like it when I got out, started having a family or started professionally. I was, I was totally um, uninterested. How much of the Trump movements made up, Remember, the big thing in 16 we got were, were disaffected Obama voters, right? People who were looking for change that realized that Obama didn't have it. What he was doing was not the right thing. Bernie bros, too. That's what's coming together, and this audience is about activation. I've put up again, and if my crack producer here could pull it on Getter, I think I've got a pin as the lead story. Let me just make sure everybody understands the strategy here. The strategy, and it's a two-pronged attack right now politically, one in the House is to have this corpus that has leverage, had tremendous leverage until McCarthy gave it away, but there's still lots of leverage there. We'll play that clip 
later from MSNBC to talk about it when you're ready. Um, the because um, they understand what's going on. That's why we pull so much from MSNBC and some of CNN because they understand as your opponents. Okay, they're trying to break down all the time what we're doing. They're trying to break down, uh, you know, what what this movement is. And this is two pronged now. One is through the House, right, and where we have leverage here in the separation of powers. And the other is a full-on war against the administrative state. And that administrative state is encapsulated in the Trump 2024 campaign. Now, I could sit here this morning and go through all kind of polling data, but I'm not. It's just simply the fact of the polling now, and this is the three big polls, Morning Consult, Harvard-Harris, and there's one other. All three mainstream or center-left polls coming out now post-indictment. That Trump has now, you know, in some regards increased. He's over 50 percent nationally, I think 53 percent, and all three polls are close to it. And leading the primary by, I don't know, 30, I think an average of 30 points. The buried lead in all these is Trump is now up six. In the Harvard-Harris poll, Trump is up six. I think it's 45-39, right? 45-39. Biden's at 39 percent. That's why you're seeing Gavin Newsom come forward. That's why you're going to see Pritzker start to come forward as they start to look for alternatives because Trump's up. This is why the lawfare against Trump is just beginning. Don't, don't think you've seen the last of with Jack Smith down in, uh, down in Mar-a-Lago because that's kind of coming unwound. That didn't have the impact, just like the Mar-a-Lago raid didn't have the impact, just like the impeachments didn't have the impact, just like the nullification didn't have the impact, and the Russia hoax didn't have the impact. And what bragged at him in New York, they're completely obsessed because they understand, as I said yesterday about the Normandy analogy, Trump is the blunt force instrument. He is the blunt force instrument to breach the seawall. That this movement has got to, in order to take power, we've got to breach the seawall. This is all metaphors, <laughs> YouTube and Twitter, which have already banned us in perpetuity. Um, but it's quite a good metaphor. Because during this time, you know, 79 years ago, when Joe Biden last Saturday, when he said, the bravest people I know are these transgender people right here, the bravest people I've met. That's his words, not mine. The bravest people I've met. He said that on the 79th anniversary of the, what, the first week of Normandy. Remember, the Battle of Normandy, the objective was not to take the beach. Everybody just focuses on D-Day and then they move on. The objective was to take Berlin and end the war. And to do that, you had to get off the beach. You had to get through France. You had to get take Paris. You then had to, you know, drive into, as the Russians were coming from the Eastern Front, drive to Berlin. Now, the reason that we didn't do that ultimately is a topic for a different day. But during this time, we bogged down in, in Normandy. Why? The troops were really not, given the limited amount of time they had, the troops weren't particularly... Uh, trained for combined arms operations to the degree you had to be against the German army. What the Ukrainians are finding out right now, report right now coming out, I'm going to talk to Basovic in a minute, Wall Street Journal, another scoop, air superiority by the, uh, by the Russians and uh, in, in what they've got in knocking down the Patriot missiles, the, the Ukrainians are taking massive casualties. Remember, the, 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 the the Western apparatus, the elites, the Uniparty, they're going to fight in Ukraine until the last Ukrainian is dead. And as we said last night on the show, you know, Newsweek magazine is reporting that NATO is going on war, on war footing right now. 
This fight against the administrative state is a three-part strategy, and I put it up on Getter just to reiterate, and we're going to wash, rinse, repeat this, is number one, take the moral high ground about the woke and weaponized administrative state, particularly uh, the, the, the um, independence, quote-unquote, of DOJ and the FBI. They're not independent. They're not independent from a president of the United States. That's a fallacy. Jeff Clark lays it out quite in quite detail. We had the Heritage team on here with others, right? We had Paul Dans, right, and Johnny McEntee and those guys are putting together. So we hit the beach this time with 4,000 people ready to go day one, bang. On January 20th, we've already done the transition, boom, they're in there, rocking and rolling, taking this thing apart brick by brick. That's what freaks these people out the most because they understand that's power. And where there's power, there's money and ability to make money, Right? Part two is to unite the MAGA and, 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 and the Republicans. If people are not uniting this cause, that's a tell. You know they're not serious or they're working for the other side or they're controlled opposition. You saw this week in the Anna Polina Luna, the 20. And I think and I hope my brother um, Darren Beatty has not fallen for this. You know, uh, Massey, I think, was on Laura Ingram last night. He's talking about the. I don't know, the, the bomber that was going to be J6, and he's got some new information. They're trying to toss out another shiny toy to you. Here you are, idiots. Uh, did you watch that Budweiser commercial? Did you see the Clydesdales? you got big tears in your eyes now. You're all teary. They're going to wave the American flag at the end. You're teary. Moron. See a Clydesdale? Oh, you got the girl in the Daisy Dukes and the guy in the flannel shirt with the three-day growth playing some cool, upbeat, modern country music. Don't you feel, oh, man, isn't that the heartland of this country? Feel good? Or, or don't you, won't we, take, won't we take the flag and use that and hide behind the flag? I'm not criticizing the people in that commercial. It's heart-rendering. The young people that talk about their fathers, right, and what their fathers meant to them and, and what their fathers uh, wanted their lives to be and their children's lives to be. And then they have the folded American flag. For Budweiser and Anheuser-Busch and the people that gave you the Bud Light, and, and that's the mentality in there, the mentality. That's the, was it Johnson that said, the last refuge of a scoundrel? Think about it. They think you're susceptible to shiny toys. The power of this audience is that you laugh at the shiny toys. No, shiny toys, not going not gonna to fall for a shiny toy. Yes, do we want to find who the, the on the Fed surrection, the bomber and all that? Yes, we absolutely do. But Thomas Massey's not going to get the credit. Oh, they got to put him on primetime on Fox. Let's get him on Laura Ingram and let's have him talk about some detail. No, Massey, you were the one in the rules committee that let the, the debt ceiling go for it. You, individual responsibility. You're libertarian. You're supposed to all talk about self-reliance and accountability and responsibility. You libertarians. Well, this one, this one's uh, is what Bud would say. This one's on you. Right? This is for you. You. You, you, and the people in your district in Kentucky should be embarrassed and angry that you did that. And then you're the one and then you lied and came up with this thing on the Appropriations Committee. That's all gonna go it's gonna all gonna be performative. Yeah, we had Ken Buck on last night. We're gonna get down here to mid September. The Senate's not gonna agree. We're gonna have a CR because McCarthy does not have the set of stones to force Biden to shut down the government. We're going to get a CR, and then we're going to get an omnibus. That's what we're here to stop. The third element, the third element of the strategy 
is to take the Biden crime family syndicate and, as we say in the Navy, burn it down to the waterline. I'm trying to get Garrett Ziegler. Garrett Ziegler's got a lot to report. He was there doing the deposition. His lawyer's doing the deposition. He was sitting in. And Ben Burkholm was outside, did a great job yesterday. When you set out to take Vienna, take Vienna next in the war room. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. They've been after Trump from the beginning, but... Questions swirl around President Biden's handling of classified documents. Found in President Biden's garage. Multiple classified documents. You and the former president are both now under investigation by the Justice Department. But they didn't indict Biden. Instead, Biden's DOJ went after Trump. Anything to block him from becoming president again. Stand with President Trump against Biden's corruption. Make America Great Again Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, welcome back. By the way, today's Financial Times of London. I'll get more into the story. Oh, it's kind of hard to hold. About the frivolity of modern populism. Of course, they add Donald Trump's name to Boris Johnson. Note to the Financial Times of London. Boris Johnson is certainly not a populist. Okay? A clown, but not a populist. Um, but here's what we got. And I got Brian Kennedy coming up. John Eastman coming up. Uh She's red carpet. Gates greeted as an old friend. Remember in the CCP lingo, I don't have to tell our Lao Beijing mass audience that old friend means uh, tributary state collaborator. She's sitting there with with look at look at that look at that big old grin he's got. Bill Gates, what me worry right there? That goofball. How much damage has he done? 
What is he doing with the digital IDs, the vax, everything? Of course, you got the guy that let go of the bioweapon. They're sitting there. Look at that. That's like, uh, that's like uh, Stalin and Hitler right after the 39 deal, right? Look right there. Bill Gates, big old smiling face. Gates greeted as an old friend. Talk about dialogue being Marxist terminology, Chinese terminology, CCP terminology means a collaborator. Henry Kissinger is an old friend, right? Uh, Larry Fink's an old friend. Steve Schwartzman's an old friend. The ones that have sold their country out, sold you out. So there's a lot to get to. On the administrative state, this war is now engaged. You should understand you have people behind the scenes that are pulling together teams that this is going to be the centerpiece of the 2024 campaign. It may come out in different elements. It may be said differently. President Trump, on, when he goes up on Truth Social, President Trump, when he speaks at his, uh, at you know, coming back from Bragg and coming back the other night from um, these travesties in Miami, or at the, at the um, President Trump, when he's speaking at the rallies, may say it in a different terminology, in a different inflection, but it's all the same thing. Remember, keep the main thing the main thing. Once again, he's the blunt... Why do they hate him? Rachel Maddow gave it up. If he was not like... since, If he just stayed on the plow and did not come from back from the plow the second time, and what, yesterday's the eighth anniversary of coming down the golden elevator, escalator, Right? We've got that clip, too. We're going to try to play that. Came down. Eight years. I asked Trump when we were in Mar-a-Lago, remember that conversation I had with him? I said, hey, knowing everything you know now, all the destruction of your family, trying to put you in bankruptcy, trying to put you in jail for hundreds of years, hundreds of years, all of it, the media, and that's the power of that book they had out there about all the letters, letters to Trump. People had loved and admired him from culture, sports, entertainment, all of it. I said, if you knew at the top of that escalator, which you know now, would you still go down? He goes, yes, I would. I go, why would you do that? And he goes, to save my country. To save my country. Now think about it for a second. After everything he went through in the second impeachment and all the time that tried to destroy his administration from the very beginning with the spying and the lies and all of it, all of it, just all of it. Then all he had to do was to go to Mar-a-Lago and just play golf and hang out with Melania and the family. Go start making real money again. All the, all the people in the world that want to be in business with him to do that, to go back to his love, which to buy world championship golf courses in, in the British Rota, the, British, the Open Championship Rota, or the PGA Bedminster, or USGA events. Just do that. In your, in your years from 75 to 85 or 90, however long you've gotten this veil of tears, just do that. Rachel Maddow said, if he had just done that, none of this would happen. None of, none of this trying to put him away for 100 years. She said the other night on Lawrence O'Donnell, the two, aren't, uh, O'Donnell's hardwired into the West Wing, and Rachel Maddow's the brains of the operation. She said, if one of the political ways out of this is just make a deal that if he just stops running for president, by the way, the Harvard poll, not Trafalgar, not Breitbart, not Richard Barris, the Harvard poll on Friday afternoon, folks, has him up six points, 45-39 over Joe Biden. 
Rachel Maddow, if he would just go away, if he would just sign an agreement that he would not run again for public office, this would all stop. The torture would all stop. And what has Trump said? Nope. I'm all in. Now, why is that? He understands this moment, the urgency of this moment. He understands. That's why I said Thomas Massey in this theoretical talk about the Constitution. The Constitution's been shredded. That's a feat intellectualism. That's reading National Review. It doesn't matter anymore. That's just conver- that's salon conversation. We're beyond that. We're beyond that. And look at the people that stood up to the apparatus last night in Chavez Ravine. Look at that crowd. All working class people. And principally, Hispanic men and women who are not going to back down and they're not going to let that happen to their sons and daughters. Just like the Armenian dads in Glendale the week before. That's the coalition that's out there. I don't care about country club Republicans. I don't care a bunch of people in blue blazers and khaki pants. I could care less. It's not important because they're too gutless to fight. You know who will fight? The people at that rally last night, those dads, they're not going to back down. They're not going to have their families and their country destroyed. They're all in, like Trump's all in. Okay, we're taking a short commercial break. We're going to do some juggling in the second hour. But I got nothing but hitters. Brian Kennedy, John Eastman, Jack Posobiec, our own Jane Zirkel, and maybe a surprise or two. On always my favorite show of the week, the Saturday morning show, here at Bomber Command in the war room. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the sea. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly seven. 100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 